Dr. Mike here. So you know, when it comes to living forever-ish, you gotta know what's in and you gotta know what's out. Stay tuned to find out. You're listening to Live Forever-ish, a show dedicated to helping you live just a little longer. Here's your host, Dr. Mike and Dr. Crystal Gosser. All right, welcome to Live Forever-ish. I'm your host, Dr. Mike, and I am here with... Dr. Crystal. She is the co-host of this podcast, and we're really excited. This is one of our favorites where we talk about what we need to do to live long, vibrant lives and what we don't want to do if we want to live long, vibrant lives, right? So we do three ins and one out. The ins are what we want to do and the out you don't want to do. That's right. <laughs> right? Okay. So let's get started. This is from the March uh, Magazine for Life Extension. And uh, if you if you haven't seen that before, that that publication, you should you should check it out. Uh, you just go to lifeextension.com and uh, you can read them, you can subscribe, all that kind of stuff. It's a great magazine. And so the first in, if you want to live forever-ish, is I, I don't think a lot of people are going to know this word, Dr. Crystal. Do you hmm. want to do you want to go for it? I will go for it. And it's called autophagy. Autophagy, right? Autophagy. So what? What? What is that? Come on. <laughs> I know. Well, it's a process, a, a cellular process. It's a cellular cleanup process. It's a cellular recycling process. And uh, it's a process that's necessary for optimal health. And when you don't have proper autophagy, then, you know, you are at risk for many diseases, you yeah. know, neurological diseases, uh, mitochondrial um dysfunctional diseases. So, so, so basically the cell, I mean, over time cells, you know, they're busy, they're, they're, they're metabolizing lots of stuff, right? They're making energy to do their job and, and waste products can just build up, right? I mean, at the end of the day, they, they, they get full of gunk, right? That's kind yes. of what it is. Yeah. And so there's, there's a process when the cell is younger for getting rid of that stuff. Um, but as a cell gets older, I don't know what it just it starts having a harder time with that. So so well, at I have things, a theory. Well, it's not really a theory. Oh, all right, let's hear it. <laughs> but you know what? What we do know, uh, something that kind of ramps up the process of autophagy is fasting, intermittent fasting, or calorie restriction. And so what we find is in this society where we are overfed and undernourished. You know, we're mm -hmm. We're constantly bombarding right. the cell with sugar and fat and, yes. you know, overdoing all those it. That taste in, good to in, us. In excess. <laughs> exactly. And, and so, whenever you have that going on, then the body's sort of cleanup process, those pathways, metabolic pathways involved with kind of turning on the cleanup process, um, start down regulating because yeah. you find whenever when we say you know that it's ramped up with fasting and 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 intermittent fasting and calorie restriction it's a way that the body can now recycle products you know excess products that it doesn't need so you know those types of uh eating and lifestyle um habits can ramp it up because yeah. it's the body's trying to release energy to use for the cell. And so, but you know, uh, it, 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 so 
we have seen that autophagy by itself, if you can do things to stimulate it, which you can, it does influence lifespan outside of calorie restriction, stuff like that as well, right? So in and exactly. of itself, it seems to be an anti-aging mechanism. If you'd like to check out how you can activate it, go check out the Life Extension magazine. So that's in number one, autophagy. In number two um, is an interesting one for me because I'm going to say this and everybody's going to think about joints, but that's mm -hmm. not why we're talking about it. And that's glucosamine. Why, why is glucosamine part of our live forever-ish things you want to do list? Well, new research, and that's what we, we like to um, to highlight research whenever we see a nutrient that is doing something different that we take every day, um, yeah. but we find that it's showing um, beneficial support for living longer, healthier lives. Um, there were uh, four large cohort studies showed that people who took glucosamine on a regular basis were more likely to live longer. Um, yeah, I think, I think, wasn't it, they looked at a bunch of things and they saw, let's see if I got these stats right, Dr. Crystal, 58% lower risk of dying from cardiovascular disease, 27% lower risk of dying from, from any cause during the follow-up in those studies, right? That's, that's pretty impressive for a nutrient. Right. And, you know, this is a study that included over 16,000 participants. So, you know, it's those studies where you kind of follow individuals for a long period of time, uh, you know, almost 10 years or more. And then you start seeing, you know, what are diseases? What are health, uh, health benefits? What are, you know, right. what's going on in this cohort of people? And so it, I think it's really cool to make this connection, this association between glucosamine, um, specifically uh, glucosamine sulfate, in the potassium chloride form. So it's, you know, a specific type of form, specific, Yeah, specific type. So you could make the argument if you are, you know, somebody who is interested in living long, vibrant, strong lives, as Dr. Crystal and I talk about, um, you, you know, even if your joints are okay, glucosamine is something maybe to check out. And um, you, you could make the argument you, to, to do this supplement every single day, even if you, if, even if your joints are okay. Oh, I agree. And even if your joints are okay, you still want to keep them okay. Yeah. The integrity of the joint helps to inhibit inflammation, uh, combat oxidative stress in the joint. So it's something that, you know, I would say add on in. Yeah. All right. So that's in number two, glucosamine uh, to live forever ish. Uh, in number three is green tea. Now we've, we've, I don't know how many times we've talked about tea in general, right? We have had a lot of, lot of conversations and we should, the reason this caught my eye, Dr. Crystal was now we're, there's some pretty good research showing green tea consumption, green tea extracts, um, can, can have a pretty profound effect on cognition. Well, right? I'm, I, I have some a sneaky suspicion as to why. Now, I um, a while back, Doctor Mike, and I, you know, I'd love to hear what you have to say. But a while back, I remember Life Extension publishing um, uh, an article related to green tea and sleep apnea. 
Are oh. you familiar with that? And it seems like green tea can protect the brain during sleep apnea. I personally feel like it is one of the most underdiagnosed sleep issues. Yes, for sure. Yeah, yeah. And so that could be, you know, potentially. Yeah, I, I think that was, uh, I do remember that a, a few years ago. And the connection was some of the polyphenols from green tea have a protective effects in, in, in an environment of hypoxia, mm -hmm. which, is, which is, you know, and, and that's where you're, when, when cells are being stressed because they don't have a lot of oxygen, that's where you see a lot of free radical buildup. And that's where a lot of that protection comes in uh, with these, with these antioxidants. So in number three, drink green tea, take a green tea um, extract. I do think if you want to get the brain benefits, you're probably going to need to take an extract along with drinking it. I don't think a glass of a glass of green tea is really going to give you enough of those antioxidants. I think it does take uh, a nice extract. Now let's so that's so that's that's our three ends if you want to live foreverish are out. This is the thing you don't want to do. The out. This is what fights against living foreverish. And I have listed here periodontitis. Tell us about that. Oh, so we're talking about inflammation in the gums. Yep. Uh, in, in your mouth. And we know that it is, um, you know, if you, if you suffer from bleeding gums, um, you know, you have receding gums, then certainly you need to check in with your dentist <laughs> to see what's going on with that. Um, but, but we do know that it's, it's a situation where it's linked to poor, um, the, you know, the flora in the mouth. Yeah, the, the, the microflora in the mouth. But what we're now seeing is that maybe omega threes can help with some of the inflammation that's yeah. in the gums. And it makes sense, right? It makes it makes sense. And that and we're not talking about you don't have to take if you're doing fish oil um, supplements, you don't have to break them open and rub them on your gums. Although if you wanted to, you could, <laughs> but that may not taste all that great. But just taking it systemically does provide uh, benefit in reducing uh, gum inflammation. And so that's, that's our out. So take some omegas, which is good, prevent some of that gum inflammation. By the way, a good friend of mine who is a dentist said that, uh, bleeding gum should never happen. You, you, you that's it, people sometimes think, Oh, it just, it's just a little bit. He's like, no, you should never have bleeding gum. So keep that in mind. So there's our three ins and an out in number one was autophagy in number two, glucosamine in number three, green tea, and our out periodontitis. So take some omegas. Dr. Crystal, great job. Thank you, Dr. Mike. So you're listening to Live Foreverish. Don't forget, you can listen to more podcasts at liveforeverish.com. That's liveforeverish.com. When you're there, like, share, and don't forget to subscribe. Oh, and comment. I forgot comment. Yes. Like, share, comment. And subscribe, and subscribe so you never miss a show. I'm Dr. Mike. Thanks for listening.